Welcome to the podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 104 of the Podcast Amplify show. In today's episode, we are digging into the world of podcast SEO, specifically I'll be sharing with you three key places where you can leverage the power of keywords to skyrocket your podcast visibility and reach. Now, podcast SEO, keyword research for podcasting, those are terms I think I've mentioned before on the podcast that I never really rated. I always just thought that SEO or search engine optimization, if you've not heard the term before, just related to Google, getting found on Google. And then we had the lovely Danielle Gagnon on the podcast a few episodes back, and she just turned everything upside down for me. Podcast SEO, using keywords in your podcast. We're not talking about your blog posts or your show notes on your website. We are talking about today places specific to your podcast, because something that I never really acknowledged or even considered was how Apple Podcasts, Spotify, where we listen to our podcast, they're kind of like a search engine. I've definitely done it before where I might be doing some research or I want to learn about a particular topic and I will go to Apple Podcasts because I prefer to listen to podcasts. And say, for example, recently, I was looking for SEO. And so I put SEO in the search bar and a bunch of podcasts came up and I chose one or two that I kind of resonated with the host or the description. And now I'm a firm fan tuning in week after week. We want, or I want the same for you. So if you have ever wondered, how can I ensure that my podcast gets discovered by my audience, the answer lies in mastering the art of keyword research and optimizing your podcast. So if you already have a podcast and you want to get new eyes and ears on your show, you are not going to want to miss this episode. So stop what you're doing (laughs) so that you don't miss a thing because I'm about to share with you three crucial places you can use keywords that will make a real impact on your podcast being found. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm some sort of SEO expert because I am not. But since my conversation with Danielle Gagnon, as I mentioned, who is the real expert, she really opened my eyes to how SEO can be applied to podcasts. And I have sought different resources to really kind of upskill myself in this area and kind of test it out on the podcast. And I've been learning bit by bit. And as a result of those 
learnings, I have made changes to three key areas of this show that I'm about to share with you. And I made those changes a couple months ago as part of the rebrand. And I started seeing results within a week. And results meaning my podcast download numbers in the first seven days doubled. Now, I wasn't doing anything else at the time. It was literally just making these small tweaks in terms of adding keywords. And I was able to see these results almost instantaneously. SEO is something that I'm going to continue to learn and perfect as time goes on. But I really, really wanted to share these tips with you so that you too can see the same results, especially if you haven't launched yet and you're planning to launch soon, you can get ahead of a lot of people because this is something that a lot of podcasters are not doing. I don't know. They've not got the memo. I mean, I've only just recently got the memo, but this is why I wanted to share this with you because it is such a game changer. Now let's start with the all important question. Why is podcast SEO even important? Like we talked about before, increase discoverability. When you're podcasting, you don't, you want to get your message in front of as many people as possible. And in order to do that, that means that you need to get your show in front of as many people as possible. And so using effective podcast SEO techniques will help you to do that. You'll get higher in search engine rankings and the podcast directories when someone searches for a specific topic. So say, for example, you are a nutrition coach and you help people, maybe one of your content pillars is macro planning or maybe meal prep planning or whatever it might be. If you were to put a certain term in a strategic place (laughs) in your podcast, when someone searches, your ideal person searches that term your podcast should come up and we want your show to be among the top results. So this increased visibility will increase the likelihood of you attracting new listeners and growing your audience on a consistent basis. Secondly, by optimizing your podcast with relevant keywords, the listeners that you attract, they're already looking for your content. They're already looking for content that you provide in your niche. So when your podcast aligns with their interests, their needs, their preferences, the chances of it, your show resonating with them is so much higher. And the chances of them subscribing and following your show is so much higher, which then turns into you fostering and deepening that relationship with that listener. And also heightens the possibility of converting them into your offers. Thirdly, long-term traffic and growth. Now, I'm going to try not to beat the social media drum today, but this is what I love about podcasting. Social media content has a very, very short lifespan. However, your podcast episodes have the potential to generate traffic and attract new listeners for as long as you have your podcast live. So if five years from now, it's still live, that's 2028. Oh my goodness. 
Just imagine the traffic, the people you can attract by optimizing your podcast with targeted keywords. You will continue to attract that traffic consistently over time. And again, continually grow your audience. This is what I love about podcasts. It's not quite a set it and forget it. It kind of is. So if you put the time in to use these keywords and put them strategically in certain places in your podcast, that content will continue to work for you. And this is what I did. So for the rebrand, I'm still even doing it now. I've gone back into my catalog of episodes and I have updated episode titles. And every, I I talked about it in my Instagram stories a few weeks ago and I showed a video. I recently moved from Libsyn to Captivate. And as a result, I was able to see in 10 days, it was 10 days since I'd made the shift. And in that 10 days, all my episodes in my catalog had been listened to, whether it was one time or 15 times, I think was the top number. Each episode had been listened to. Tell me how you're going to get that same effect from posting on social media. You can't, you just can't. And then fifth point, why it's important. Like I said, not many people are doing it. Not many people are in the know when it comes to podcast SEO. So you already got like a competitive advantage. You've already got a competitive edge over other shows in your niche. So by taking the time to learn keyword research, keyword optimization strategies, you can appear in the search results over and above your, I don't like to use the word competitors, but over and above other podcasts in your niche. And so you then have a greater chance of attracting listeners who may have otherwise discovered the other shows. Just by strategically placing these keywords in the right spots. Okay, so now that you know why keyword optimization matters, let's get into where you should put your keywords. You ready? Grab a pen, write this down. (laughs) Number one, your podcast name. Your podcast name is the first thing that your listeners are going to see when they come across your show. So not only do we want to make sure it's clear, it's memorable, but we also want to optimize it with keywords right? So I normally recommend that your podcast name is no longer between three and five words. I know it's not a lot to play with. You can use a tagline as well, especially if your podcast name might be a little bit obscure. You can use a tagline that has those keywords in it to give some context to what your show is about. But ideally, we do want to get those keywords into the podcast name. So for example, I worked with a career coach launching her podcast and she knew her audience, her ideal audience really, really, really well. She knew that they wanted to work in HR. And so her name was really simple, a bit longer than the three to five words, but it was so you want to work in HR. That was the name of her podcast. She did amazingly, amazingly well, like 25, 
thousand downloads in I think it was six or eight months. Her podcast was very, very popular. It was easy to find because the key phrase that people would put in, whether even if it was Google, would be work in HR and her podcast will come up. And we worked really well in terms of her episode titles, which is the second place that you should use your keywords. So this is something that I've been learning myself. So if you look at my episode titles, they're long. Whereas when I started this podcast, all the teachings out there, all the podcast gurus were like, keep your titles short, snappy, and to the point. And so that's what I did. But I've come around to a different way of thinking. I'm more of the opinion of that. I want to craft titles that pique curiosity Sometimes I'll pose an intriguing question at the beginning, or maybe put a statement at the beginning that will connect with my potential listeners. I've done some research and there are certain formats that work really well, especially if you're cross-posting to a blog post. So it's things like using numbers, it's things like X tips or X steps or for example, the beginner's guide, the ultimate guide, those are all really good ways to create your episode titles. But most importantly is including the keyword. We don't want to put too many, but pick one keyword for your episode title. Something important to note is that you want to aim for a length that's no more than 80 characters because you run the risk of your title being cut off. But I think 80 characters is quite, it's quite a bit. You can create an episode title that's succinct to the point with a really, you know, powerful keyword within 80 characters. And there is this tool, this app that I use called Co-Schedule Headliner. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes for you. As part of outlining my episodes, I might come up with a podcast name. And then when I pop it into co-schedule, it kind of tells you on a scale of one to a hundred, how good that name is. I use the free version. There is a paid version, but I'm getting away at the moment with the free version. Check it out. If I put a title in, and it comes back as 67, I'll just kind of tweak the title a little bit until it goes green, which is usually, I believe, 70 and above or 80 and above. But that tool has really, really helped me. So check it out. I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes. And then thirdly, third place to put your keywords is your podcast description. Now your podcast description gives your potential listeners an overview of your show. So it kind of, I've talked about this sort of new listener journey before in terms of when they find your podcast on a Apple podcast or Spotify, it's the cover art and the name that usually draws them in. If those two kind of connect, then they'll hit the square, your cover art, and they'll either listen to your trailer or they will read your podcast description. And a well-crafted podcast description can make such a significant impact on your podcast visibility, but then also to get your new listeners to hit play. 
Now, when it comes to the visibility part of it, that's where you need to incorporate keywords into your description. And something that I have learned this year is that your podcast description, you get up to 4,000 characters. Where I used to go wrong, you know, in, in my earlier podcasting journey was that I used to keep my podcast description and my clients short and sweet. If you look at the podcast description as it is today, you'll see that it's a little bit like a mini essay. I have some keywords littered throughout it. I haven't keyword stuffed. That's very, very important. Like, don't do that. But I have used some keywords that I believe my audience are searching for so that I can come up in search. But also, I am, in terms of the appeal, part of things. I am talking about things that my ideal listener will relate to. So one of the things is, do you want to learn how to market your business less, but see more results? Hello, welcome to podcasting. So have a look at my podcast description for a little bit of an idea, but that is something that I would definitely say I've learned in 2023 that you really want to use as much of those 4,000 characters as well as you can, because your podcast description not only communicates like what your show is about, the main topics, the themes, like what differentiates you a little bit about you as a host, but you also want to naturally incorporate your keywords throughout the description. So for example, if your podcast focuses on travel tips, your keywords, I'm guessing, will be travel, destinations, adventure, budget travel, beach holidays. And so those words should be included seamlessly, naturally, throughout your podcast description. Because if someone was to search travel tips or travel or budget travel, we want your podcast to come up. So we we don't want to just be dropping keywords in randomly. We want it to be a legible sentence, but we also want to aim for balance between keyword optimization and creating a piece of text that makes sense, sparks interest, and as I mentioned before, encourages your listeners to hit that play button. So that's number three. And then as a bonus one, we have episode descriptions. Now, episode descriptions are the little blurb of text that accompanies each episode. And I'm, li- I'm a little bit on the fence with this one because some people say that the apps pick up keywords from the episode description and other people say that they don't. So I'm just, I see no harm in including them in the episode description, especially if you are going to be cross-posting to your website, like as a blog post or podcast show notes. Because I think blog post keywords, the search volume might be different in terms of um, podcast SEO, the two might be different, but there's certainly no harm in when you're prepping your episodes to consider both platforms. So in addition to highlighting the main points, the key takeaways of your episode within the episode description, you want to incorporate keywords naturally. I would say ideally in the summary bits. You should have a few sentences at the beginning 
that summarize the episode and what your listeners can expect before you go into the sort of bullet points. And you want to use language that encourages action. So whether it's, you know, subscribe, leave a review, um, book a call, all of that comes within the episode description, but be really, really strategic about the keywords that you're using in your episode description. So that's an additional one for you. And finally, common mistakes to avoid when using keywords for podcast growth. Number one, keyword stuffing. Don't do it. <laughs> like I talked about before, we still want the sentence to be legible, readable, and make sense to the reader. Don't just pluck a bunch of keywords and key phrases out of thin air and stick them in a sentence because you want to get found. Don't do it. Number two, using irrelevant keywords or the same one. This is the bit that I'm still wrapping my head around. Like you can't use or you shouldn't use the same keywords. So this is why it's really important to map out and plan out your episodes in advance so that you can really do this research and have a bit of a plan around what keywords you're going to use, what episodes you're going to create, et cetera, et cetera. Number three, ignoring long tail keywords. So you could have a keyword going back to the travel example, that's, you know, the keyword is travel, but maybe the long tail keyword is travel tips for under twenties, or maybe it's traveling on a budget tips. So long tail keywords are usually longer. So the main keyword might be one or two words max, but long tail keywords are usually like four or five words. Common mistake number four, not doing keyword research. As I said, I'm still learning. So I'm not going to try and sit here and teach you how to do this. I plan to get an expert to come onto the podcast and walk us through this so that we can make sure that we're doing this properly. But if you head on back to Danielle Gagnon's episode, I forgot what number it is, but I will include it in the show notes. She does give a little bit of information on this. The podcast that I listened to is by Faith Hanan. Like she is really, really good. She's all about SEO and blogging and copywriting. I've learned quite a lot from her. So you might want to check out that podcast, but start simply. I think for me, I always thought that SEO was going to be complicated and I run from complicated. And so that's why I've never really given it a chance. But like everything that we think is complicated, we build up this thing in our head that it's going to be complicated. But then once you learn it, once you do it, then you're like, oh, that was all right. <laughs> so that's kind of the journey that I'm on. Keyword research still blows my mind a little, but if you can take the time to learn this now, you will reap rewards as we talked about for as long as your podcast is live. So to recap, podcast SEO is basically optimizing your podcast with keywords and it's a powerful strategy to help you expand your reach and attract more listeners. So you want to strategically use your keywords in episode titles, your episode descriptions, definitely your podcast name and your podcast description in order to 
really tap into and take advantage of this marketing technique that not a lot of other people are using right now. So don't overlook the power of search engine optimization like I did, because it really can make a significant difference in the visibility and growth of your show. All right. I'm really excited to share this. I hope that you found it helpful. Definitely check out the additional resources that I mentioned and let me know, hop on over to the Amplify Collective Telegram group and let me know what your biggest takeaway is. Because if you were like me, when I was having the conversation with Danielle, my head was like, ah, (laughs) so if you're having a similar moment, I want to hear about it. Hop on over to the Amplify Collective community over on Telegram. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a place, especially for you, my podcast listeners, where we can come together and connect, learn from each other. But then also you can ask me questions. And in the future, I've got lots of exciting things planned, like hot seat coaching, special offers, all that kind of stuff. So if you haven't as yet, hop on over. The link is in the show notes, but also it's www.toobusytopodcast.co.uk slash community. I'll see you in the next episode. See you then. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.